TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you for episode 402. And I'll tell you what, I am so grateful that I get to connect every week with my brother from another mother. He's all the way down south in wonderful Melbourne. They are buzzing with enthusiasm and excitement because they are COVID-free. They're out and about. I speak of the guru of wellness, Dr. Damien Christoph. How are you, legend? Hello, legend. Uh, thank you so much. Great in, great introduction once again. Um, mate, I, I too am grateful that we get to catch up every single week. I love it. I love it a bit. I look forward to it. I was very sad yesterday. I was somber. I was, uh, I was like, why am I feeling so flat? What's happened? What's missing? There's a piece of me missing. And, uh, and of course, we didn't record yesterday. I oh, know. Here we are today recording. It, it was hard. Wednesday afternoons are that time, aren't they? We just need to crack open a, a bottle of wine, some cheese and bickies, gluten-free, paleo-friendly, keto-friendly, vegan, probably raw. Um, what are we going to have? Some seed crackers or something. Uh, just plant to based. plant-based. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can't wait for our trends of 2021 uh, episode coming up in a few weeks' time. But um, there is something in our habitual recording together every Wednesday that does feel a bit empty when it doesn't happen. But we're here recording on a Thursday morning and we are in the thick of December now. I think we're two days in, maybe three. I can't, can't keep up with the dates anymore. But something switches. We are picking up a Christmas tree on Saturday, the 5th of December, Black Friday, Cyber Monday gets people into a flurry. Everyone is now hyper busy, no time for anything, headless chook, can't concentrate. Oh, my gosh, Christmas stress, provider stress, financial stress, work stress, school concerts, COVID-free safety plans. Oh, my gosh, what do (laughs) I do? Let's do a Crack Your Stress Code Christmas edition because I'm sure at Vita you're already sensing the gravitational pull of Christmas stress in the uh, local community. As you know, Piercy, Christmas for me is the hap, hap, happiest time of the year, and I love it. Like, I I love this time of the year. First of December, Christmas tunes went on, Christmas tree went up. We started handing out Christmas cookies at Vita. Um, everything's prepped, ready to go. <laughs> I love it. The other day, uh, we had Bing Crosby playing, and there's a little bit of discussion about whether or not Bing should be being played on the first of December, and I said, Absolutely. Um, and someone said, uh, a young member of our team, Dino, mentioned that uh, he hates Christmas carols. And I said, all right, let's talk about that then, Dino. And uh, that wasn't that was in a non-threatening way. Uh, and I said, Dino, why do you hate Christmas carols? And he said, well, I worked at Chasden for two years and I heard them all the time. I said, okay, two years. I said, mate, I worked at Chasden for 10 years and uh, I listened to them at Christmas time, and it, it filled my bucket. It's all about your perspective, right? I said, you can choose to be triggered by it, right? You can be triggered by the 
the songs, the tunes, the carols, the whatever else it is, right? You can be triggered by everything or you can embrace it and use it as a fuel to enhance your excitement around it, right? So it's all a choice. It's the same as when you wake up in the morning. You can be cho- you can choose to be shitty. You can choose to be happy. Um, you can either choose to love Christmas or hate Christmas, of course. Um, and yes, maybe there's been some events for some people that might be triggering and upsetting and maybe there's a death in the family or maybe something else happened. Um, but for most people, for most people, this should be the hap, hap, happiest of the year. The weather's great here in Australia. Um, the sun's out. Your guns are out. Um, everyone's feeling really good. Uh, people are in good spirits. They want to catch up with everybody. They want drinks. Let's catch up. Um, there's no need to feel urgent or frustrated or agitated or stressed out at this time of the year. Yes, time will fly and the year will end, but the next year starts on the 1st of December and it's just, or the 1st of January. And that's just what it is. That's just – don't get stressed about it. This is – you. I'm telling you, your wisdom at 47 is flourishing. I just wrote down you can choose to be triggered by Christmas. And like you said, whether it's carols, whether it's preparing, whether it's buying, whether it's, you know, school, end-of-year concerts, whatever it is. But as you talk about it, I'm like, that is so true – People can choose their response in December and a lot of people's response that they they wouldn't like us saying this, that they choose to have mm. is one of stress. Uh, why can't it be one of the happiest times of the year? It reminds me, I also wrote down as you were just sharing your wisdom, Christmas actually reminds me a lot like birthdays. It's actually mm. a divisive topic. Some people hate celebrating their birthdays. Yeah. Some people are like, it's my birthday, I don't want to talk about it. And mm. it's like, let's not talk about childhood issues <laughs> I <Yeah>. often wonder <laughs> what happened in your childhood to make you hate your birthday so much and you know, know. what happened yeah. in your childhood well, like- I mean we shouldn't trivialize that because it could be quite serious and quite significant but you know yeah but for the sake of go. our episode we better trivialize it because then we'll start crying and moaning and you and I actually <laughs> loved it but but your your comment here about Christmas as a trigger I think is almost like it's almost you can't even say this but I'm saying anyway it's almost like in 2020 telling someone that you've had a great year because if you did that, it's almost so socially unacceptable. The socially acceptable conversation at the moment is, part of my French, fuck off 2020. Uh, we can't wait for 2020 to end. And I'm like, but then we always talk about living in the present moment and take it one day at a time, but all of a sudden we want to fast forward to 2021. And I can tell you right now in 2021 there'll be more conversation, there'll be so much bad news because that's just what the news, the media has to thrive on. The media is never going to change. And like you said, Damo, Christmas is never going to go anywhere. And every single year, the year will begin on January 1. It's just so unchangeable. So from your perspective and your experience from a crack your stress code perspective, if someone is watching or listening to this right now and knows they are triggered by Christmas... Whether yes. it's carols or Christmas Day or family or, like you said, bereavements at this time or whatever, how do they go about changing it or improving it if if they if they want to? Like, where does someone start? Oh gosh, well, this kind of delves right into the psychology of a whole bunch of different things. But I think you know, there's got to be a decision at some point that you want to change it. Um, let's not get you know, let's not make any bones about this. There's been things that have triggered me in my life and. It's not just you just go, oh, well, done, I'm, I'm over it and I've finished with it. You've actually got to do some work on it. And I remember um, when I, you know, I had a very significant thing happen in my life when Jackson was two years old and I had to work on that. I had to go and 
speak to people and do courses and I did a John D. Martini breakthrough experience and there's a whole lot of stuff that I had to do to kind of get through it because I didn't want that to define me. Um, I was reminded by a friend of mine, Sarah, today um, and she said that, you know, you've got to be careful of the stories that you tell yourself because the stories actually um, either limit you or guide you in a direction of your behavior. And if you don't like that, then you need to change your story or put less energy into your story. Because if you keep on hanging on to your story, that's the way that you're going to live. So if you always want Christmas to be shit, then just keep thinking that Christmas is shit. But if you want Christmas to be great, Christmas to be great, then just change your mindset around it. Go, okay. This year, I'm going to make Christmas big. And then all of a sudden, you get a nice, big, beautiful Christmas tree and you get some really nice baubles. Let's say it's gold this year. You're going to use gold baubles. Um, And maybe uh, you're going to put some Christmas tunes on and instead of putting Bing Crosby and Dean Martin on, maybe you choose to put... Mariah Carey, Love Actually. Love Actually, best soundtrack. What, Love Actually? All I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> yeah, a bit of Mariah Carey. Yeah. Totally, right? So, bang, you're going to bust it out. And so you've got all these sorts of things that you can choose to build your Christmas the way that you want it to be. Um, and you've got basically a whole month. All of December is Christmas month, and you get to do whatever you want. So you can have it in a stinking, a stinking thinking mindset. Um, you could have craniodigital rectalitis about the whole day, no problems. If, you have, if that's the way you want to play it out, go for gold. But uh, you have to make the decision that you want to change it, same as for your birthday, same as for Father's Day or Mother's Day, same as for Easter or mm. Ramadan or Hanukkah or whatever it's going to be. Uh, whatever it is that you've got stinking thinking about, maybe – Maybe um, shift it if you don't like it. I love this. I reckon one of the best things to measure ourselves against in December is to uh, avoid and recognize conversations that come up with a stinking thinking attitude around Christmas. So if you've got a friend or family member that just bangs on about the stresses of December, don't indulge. Uh, Adjust. Adjust. uh, Change the direction of the conversation because if you do... Even if you don't believe it, if people are like, oh, isn't Christmas just a, such a terrible time of the year? I mean, if you go, oh, yeah, it's pretty tough, isn't it? Just to just to keep the conversation going, it, it's it's so it's scary how subliminal a lot of this messaging is uh, mm-hmm. that builds up over time. And I think I love what you're saying, Damo. It's like smile your way through it. If you know that you don't celebrate it, l- listen to Ella Fitzgerald, listen to Harry Connick Jr., listen to new Christmas carols yeah. you haven't heard of. If you think. You've heard enough of Dean Martin or Bing. Go and watch Love Actually. Seriously, if you don't cry during that movie, you don't get into the spirit of Christmas. You got a heart of stone. Um, change it up. You know, watch the Polar Express. Believe. <laughs> the Polar Believe. Express. Um, have some that. hot chocolate. But you've actually. I do actually. When I watch those movies, I do have a little bit of extra belief about Christmas. You know, I. Uh, it, it it fills my bucket. I absolutely love it. The only one I don't like is the Elf that stole Christmas or whatever. I think that's one. Haven't, I haven't, I, haven't seen know. it. Haven't seen it. Or whatever. I don't know if it was the Elf that stole Christmas, but there was someone that stole Christmas. Maybe it's the Grinch that stole Christmas. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't really. I don't really. You know. Nah, miracle on thirty fourth. I don't care Street. for Grinches. I don't care for Grinches. In fact, you know. Grinches are actually bar humbug. That's exactly what they are. And um and. There's a little bit of that that flows through their whole life. 
Mm. You know, there's a little bit of Grinch. It's not just around Christmas. There'll be a little bit of other Grinch. And uh, there's oh, people yeah. out there that try to be Grinch, but they're not really Grinch. Like they try to, you know, make it their thing that they don't like Christmas, but they actually do like Christmas. Mm. And and deep down, it's in them, but they just want to. They're just scared. They're just scared. Let's psychoanalyze the living daylights out of this. They're just (laughs) Just scared to to put a smile on their face, have a cry, to get a hug, to actually say that you enjoy it. We've actually got a lot of Christmas lovers on here. Kay Toolan says, just love Christmas, always have. Pete Lennon, hello, Pete. You can never have too much bing. That is that is so true. Uh, Pete Lennon, this is a nice surprise for a Thursday. It is. We've got to change it up. And, yes, Kay, you've got to have the Christmas music drowning out the neighborhood because that exposes the Grinches. Play it loud, play it super window smashing loud to really see how many Grinches you have in your street and just be joyous and cheerful to the point of like overbearing annoying for the Grinches because that's just how you expose them when you're the Lone Ranger having the enjoyable December whilst everyone else is doing everything they can to avoid it. Um, Can you demo just because I really love your Crack Your Stress Code methodology just for people that haven't heard our double episode back in the 100s i think it was mm. tell people the six stages so that they can apply it december wise to their life all right pretty sure there's only four but i we always can go call with it six, six sorry <laughs> I, yeah. call it six. I think you have to correct me every time i say six <laughs> <laughs> we could invent a couple we could invent a couple oh, I love well it. Just to reflect or just to, you know, go back to it, you think about stress and stress uh, is a a sign or symptom of caring, basically. Um, When you are stressed or you have stress about something, it's because you care about something and that's absolutely perfect and normal and that's an experience that we should all have. Um, If we don't feel stressed about anything, it essentially means that the outcome doesn't really worry us, um, doesn't really concern us whereas if we're stressed about something stressed about an outcome that means that we care it's when that becomes overwhelming that the problem starts to occur so when we start to feel like we're out of control or we feel like um sorry kale brock kale brock go away get away when we start to um you know lose our perspective or our ability to control the degree of stress um, that that's when things become um, concerning because that'll start to affect our physiology. It'll start to create cravings. It'll start to create um, increased um, appetite with a decrease of satiation. Uh, we're going to crave more uh, fatty foods and carbohydrates and all that sort of stuff um, and stimulants, and that will affect our energy. So that in you know different times of the day, um, the way in which we use our food and fuel becomes altered. So. Uh, that that in itself sets up a challenge. You graduate through these stages. So you graduate basically from stress into overwhelm and anxiety, and then you graduate from overwhelm and anxiety into uh, insomnia or sleeplessness. And so that might just start off as I, I you know can't get to sleep, and so I go to bed later at night. Or then you go to bed and your mind's wandering, and you start to get jumpy legs, and you're thinking about all the things. And so you pull out your phone and you read the news, or you listen to a podcast, or you need something else to drain out the noise. Um, because there's too much noise, whether it be in your environment or in your head, um, and so you need something else to drown it out. That's the early signs of insomnia. You get to the point where you can't fall asleep or you can't stay asleep or when you go to sleep and then you wake up, you can't get back to sleep. So that phase of insomnia is a very – I'm going to invent a word here – dysregulatory um, to your nervous system. It upsets the apple cart. And so what will end up happening there is that you'll decrease your manufacture of serotonin, which affects your happiness – 
Uh, and then, you know, consequently and subsequently, uh, you'll have um, ebbs and flows of um, depression and melancholy, not anxiety and depression because there are different scales of the stress spectrum. It's depressive moments um, that become out of control. And so a sequence of depressive moments or sadness that kind of is overwhelming um, would then be defined as depression. But because you feel bad or sad on a particular day doesn't mean that you're depressed. It might just mean that on that day you're melancholy. And that's totally fine. This is just ebbing and flowing through life. It's that if you get trapped in that cycle of um, of melancholy, then that will be deemed to be depression. But to get out of all of those things, you need to kind of go back to each of those things. So go back to being insomniac and then be celebratory about that rather than being fatigued all day uh, and depressed. And then get back to being anxious or overwhelmed because you start to feel stressed because that basically means you're starting to care again. And then be happy when you're stressed and have a party because you're stressed out uh, because essentially now what you've got is care factor again as opposed to the CBFs. That is so good. I just love it. Every time I hear it, I love it. And I know that I, well, because it's like, it's a great, like for everyone watching and listening, like just check in with yourself right now because I know I live in one and two. I don't live in three, thankfully. I've never experienced four. Um, but I but I feel like I have a really high, um, awareness isn't the right word. I like to check in with myself. I just think it's very, I just think I love checking in to see where I'm at. And I think when you put this in, it's so good for people to go, where are you spending a lot of your time? And then working, like prioritizing your time and energy and effort to, like you said, backtrack. Like if you're an insomniac at the moment, don't expect to become some spiritual guru overnight. Like go, you got to get back to overwhelming anxiety. Like that's a very mm-hmm. good progressive step. Mm-hmm. And you've got to have stress. I just, it's a bit like, what's the other thing in health and wellness where everyone's trying to avoid it, but it's actually so necessary? Like, um, oxidation. Oh, oxidation, Antioxidants, yeah. oxidation, cell death. Um, um, but stress is like, it's so important. And yeah. it is, you know, like I look at sleep, Sarah. People are trying to buy a hack sleep. They only want to do oh, four yeah. hours worth of sleep and, yep, you know, yeah, MCTs. There's a whole bunch of things that people try to buy a hack, but there's physiological benefits of just going through life, yep. you know. Yeah, There's no centenarian on the planet that's actually biohacked their way there. Um, let's be clear about that. Yeah. Hey, I, I want to do a little shout out to Giorgio Stefanados, who's who the other day on my birthday gave me a gift of of foods that he'd made, curated from his own garden, and um, so it, it included a bottle of wine that he'd made himself. He oh. made 120 something liters of this wine. Oh. Unbelievable. Oh. Like, seriously, it took me back to Icaria, oh. uh, and then. Um, he made me some olives. He made me some peanut butter. He brought me some alfalfa sprouts, some fresh beetroot, some herbs from his garden. So I've got some rosemary and some other bits and pieces. I've got some fruits. And, uh, you know, it's just such a generous, thoughtful gift for my birthday. And I was like, wow, thank you. And, you know, all of that was came from his garden. And I was reminded, in fact, I was talking about it in the practice the other day. And uh, and there was girls lining up. Like there was a, a one lady who said, I've got girlfriends who are looking for a man just like you. <laughs> They're still looking for the hunter and gatherer, and uh, so shout out to Giorgio. Thanks so much, mate, for uh, for my gifts. I'm still eating the fruits of your labour and drinking. I had some wine last night. It was delicious. In fact, um, I thought because it came in a bottle that was a Sauvignon Blanc bottle, I thought it was a Sauvignon Blanc. So I put it in the in the fridge, and I cracked it open, poured it out, and it was red. <laughs> so I was like, oh well, you know, it went in Greece. So I, um, I went in Black Rock. So I decided to pour out this uh, cold 
uh, red wine, which was just delicious. Like it was just chilled red in summer. Very so good. Nice. Underrated. So nice. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's seriously. Pete Lennon says, I need to get new friends listening to your gifts. Oh, I'm telling you, Georgia, we're all going to become your best friend. Yeah. Uh, going through that list, I'm like, can I grow that? Yes. Making your own wine. Where's Georgia live? Is he Bayside? Melbourne, yeah. Um, is 120 litres growing in Bayside or has he got a bit of land down Mornington Way? Uh, Not too I don't sure. know if I can reveal that information. but no, I, can. Like, I just want to know because I really <laughs> I think, want to well, make definitely my Melbourne. Wine. He's definitely in a Melbourne. So I, I don't think he's got all of those grapes growing there, but maybe he's bought the grapes or he's got the grapes from somewhere. Maybe it's family land. I'll have to ask him, but oh. um, it's pretty exciting. That's just so good. good. I definitely want to learn how to how to – Grow grapes, make wine. Um, well, we know how to make wine. We st- we did that. We did grape stomping. That yeah, was well, that's good. not making wine. <laughs> we started. We started the process. If it wasn't for us, the Korean wine wouldn't be what it is. I mean, yeah. thanks to our clean feet and all the rest. Oh, of it. Absolutely. <laughs> all oh. those, all that probiotic nutrition. Um, oh, yeah. All right. This is all. This is good. All right. Um, we are going to say a big thank you and farewell to all of our one hundred not out tribe community. Uh, we love you. Uh, we are so grateful for your support. There's going to be some really relevant Christmas conversations coming up in December on 100 Not Out because we know as much as we're saying have an incredible, empowering, happy, glass-half-full attitude uh, this Christmas, we know that that is easy said and done for a lot of people Um with everything that, that you're going through. So yeah, we're going yeah. to make sure that the conversations in December are relevant to Christmas, uh, the challenges, the opportunities, and everything that comes with that. Uh, but again, to be alive at a time like this is a wonderful thing. We want to give you the opportunity to celebrate Christmas as much as you can, uh, particularly if it is part of your um, culture. Damo, mm-hmm. as always, thanks again Pizzi. for your Thank wisdom you. and support. Uh, you can find Thank it more. Thank you, Pizzi. My pleasure. You can find it more about the great man at Damien Christoph. Dot com myself marcuspierce.com.au big shout out to joseph tomo our editor cielo who does all of our wonderful social media any council who supports us uh in many number of ways largely through curating our instagram feed over it at 100.notout connect hey can us. we talk about that yet no not yet no because i'm doing all the heavy lifting on that tomorrow so don't talk about that yet Please, please. Um, and uh, just know I really want to talk about good announcements it. coming up. Um, and yes, on Facebook at 100 Not Out. Just spell it all out. All right, folks. If you don't, if you want to know what I want to talk about, you better join us next week because I think we'll be talking about some of what I want to talk about today next week. That's so, um, yeah. Yep. Tune in, tune in because it's very exciting. Episode 403 coming up. All right, guys, have a wonderful week. Thanks for your support. Until next week, make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. Thank you, Piercy. Thanks, Damo. <laughs> <laughs>